you will hear of wars and rumors of wars, but see to it that you are not alarmed. Such things must happen, but the end is still to come. Nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be famines and earthquakes in various places. All these are the beginning of birth pains. Then you will be handed over to be persecuted and put to death, and you will be hated by all nations because of me. What you are about to hear is real. The prophets wrote of a time when the signs of the end would be seen. This is where Bible prophecy and current events collide. This is Unsealed. Yes, my friends, this is Unsealed. And uh, welcome back. Welcome myself back. Uh, it's Pastor Christopher Manti uh, with you, and I thank you for being with me. Hopefully you're listening on uh, your favorite podcasting platform, whether it be Apple Podcasts or Google, whatever they call the Android version, um, or Spreaker, which is our host um, platform. So God bless you in Jesus' name, and we are launching season two today. Feels right. Feels right, right? Let's do it. Season two of Unsealed. This is the place where Bible prophecy and current events collide because that's the time we're in. It's not um, making stuff uh, up out of thin air. It's not making the newspaper, so to speak, or your headlines fit uh, into the scriptures. Um, but discerning the hour, discerning the time to know what. Um, hour we're in, so that we would not be like um, the leaders of Jesus' first coming. I didn't know nothing about the days they were in. They didn't realize that God himself was among them. And so, uh, lest we be guilty of the same type of thing, uh, around the signs of his second coming, because we can be. I think a lot of the Christian world just assumes that we're gonna we're gonna be wise to it, right? Oh, that's fine. I'll I'll, I'll know. I'll know. We'll, we'll know the signs. Holy Spirit will take care of that. Okay. Okay. I mean, that's not that's not the testimony of Jesus. So he warns us quite a bit many, many times himself and through his church who wrote the rest of the New Testament. It says something very different. So uh, let's be about it. Amen. And so this season, what I wanted to do, by the way, if you, you can catch up on everything, uh, everything, every episode we've ever done at uh, Unsealed, podcast.com. By the way, if you are out there right now and you want to chat in, if you're on Spreaker, say hello. Please do so right now. And uh, let me know you're there and who you are and what you're doing. Um, but yeah, the uh, the entire thing, uh, unsealedpodcast.com is the website. You can get all the episodes 
um, links to where you can get it, again, on Apple or Spotify or Google, etc. cetera, uh, and then links to an app called the End Time Church app. It's completely free. A uh, mission you can be involved in called Jacob's Refuge, a book and course that I have put together over the last three years or so. Uh, the book is called Flee to the Mountains. The course is called End Times for Beginners. Check all that out, and you can also give directly to the ministry uh, with the button at the website as well. All right, so go go there and check it out and share, 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 share. Um, be sure to do that now. Yeah, it's a good idea. All right. Um, so I wanted to change it up in this season. I'm calling it season two because it's going to be different. This is going to be, today's is going to be pretty much one of the only episodes of this season where I won't have a guest uh, because we did the first um, entire season, which had 34 episodes. Pretty good season. Uh, it was last about a year, actually, because um, last March 27th was actually the inaugural episode. So um took almost a year to get through, so we'll call that year one or season one. Um, but that was uh, ended off in January, right after the election foolishness. So, um, there were 34 of those, and we've covered a lot of ground in there, so go check it out. But this season, again, I wanted to do more interviews. So, just to tease that a little bit, we do have the next uh, four weeks confirmed for guests on the next two. I'm pretty sure we're going to have Chadwick Harvey. I know we're going to have Chad, uh, but I'm thinking it's going to take two episodes um, to get through all the stuff that God is doing with this man uh, and revealing and the writing that he's doing and the videos that he's producing. It's He's just so on it right now and in the middle of stuff. Um, we're going to need two episodes, I think, with him. Uh, and then... So that's one and two weeks from now. And then three weeks, um, Nick Franks uh, from the UK turned to a real good friend. And that's going to be... Oh, by the way, the Chad Harveys are probably going to be called God's Prophetic Timeline. Uh, and then Nick uh, will be Radical Preparation for the Return of Christ. And after that, old friend Jake McCandless, Pastor Jake, uh, the spiritual prepper himself... So that will be um, take us into May already. Uh, and then I'm very sure we can get some more folks, um, dates to be announced. But uh, Mark Davidson is always willing to uh, share time um, on the air, so that would be fantastic. Al-Fadi, um, our great ex-Muslim brother from Saudi, uh, was doing fantastic work. Uh, Christopher Anderson, my co-minister at End Time Church, uh, he's back in school again. He's getting another degree. He's writing books. Um, really on fire for the Lord. And uh, Jonathan Bagel, who you probably haven't heard of, um, but you probably should, because he's really, in my opinion, just watching what, how the Lord is moving and what he's posting. He's very socially uh, savvy. Um, anyways, you're, I think you're going to love it. So that's what's coming up, and uh, if we get those guys confirmed pretty quick, that takes us into June already, and that gives us, what, you know, like 10 episodes right off the bat. Pretty great. All right, so we appreciate your prayers um, and so forth. So today, 
I'm going to read from 2 Timothy chapter 3 and the last days and the signs of the last days because a lot of times we get to, you know, kind of glaze over at the specific signs that we've taught. Boy, I mean, this is my thing, isn't it? I teach on um, what signs are actually in the Scripture and what uh, we should look for. And, 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 you know, sometimes they're worldwide events, sometimes they're local Sometimes they have to do with nations. Many, almost every time, they have to do with nations, specific places. Um, you know, and we can, we can, if we don't know what's coming, we're either going to miss it completely or misinterpret it. And that's not good, either way. Okay? So let's be about it. Let's read Second Timothy 3. And why do we think... Um, the last time has come. Hey, shalom, Matthew. Matthew, Brother Matt, uh, from the southeastern United States, is checking in because he's the man. And that's why, because he's awesome. Praise God for him and his family. Hope to see him, by the way, in July. Okay, uh, let's do Second Timothy chapter 3. Um, look at the NASB 2020 translation, if you care. Realize this, Paul would say to young Timothy, Pastor Timothy, realize this, in the last days, difficult times will come, where people will be lovers of self. See if this doesn't check the boxes in your world, in your family, in yourself. in the world at large, in the church at large. People will be lovers of self, lovers of money, boastful, arrogant, slanderers, disobedient to parents, ungrateful, unholy, unloving, irreconcilable, Malicious gossips, not just gossips, maliciously gossip, without self-control, brutal, haters of good, treacherous, reckless, conceited, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God holding to a form of godliness, although they have denied its power. Avoid such people as this. For among them are those who slip into households and captivate weak women weighed down with sins, led on by various impulses, always learning but never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. Just as Janus and Jambres opposed Moses, so these men also opposed the truth, men of depraved mind, worthless in regard to the faith, the faith, Christianity. But they will not make further progress, even though they're always trying to learn new things. They will not make further progress, for their foolishness will be obvious to all, just as was that also of Janus and Jambres. 
Uh, that is a pretty exhaustive list uh, from Apostle Paul about what we are to look for if these are the last days. What does it mean, last days, anyway? Um, hey, Pastor Randy. My pastor showed up. I better be on my best behavior. Just kidding. I'm always on my best behavior. Uh, something like that. What did he say? He says, believe it or not, he's using these scriptures on Sunday. Nah. I do believe it. I I do believe it. <laughs> it's the way the Lord works. Um, so praise God. That means, hopefully, that means we're both hearing from him correctly, Pastor. Um... Yes. Okay, so what does it mean? Last days of what? Last days of the age. The age. Um, some Bibles and many believers will say the world, end of the world. Although, I don't like that because the, the the Greek word translates sometimes into world instead of age. But age is much better, I believe. Uh, because the world itself is not ending. This, this, this... I don't know, call it dispensation, call it a fancy word. Yes, the way the world is was certainly going to change. Even the topography and geography of the world may change. It will in, in, in the Middle East um, when Jesus returns. And it certainly will be a different life with resurrected immortal bodies for believers, those who stand firm to the end, Um and Jesus actually being the king of all the kings of the earth and every, basically being a dictator, sorry, um, over all the nations, that's very different than now. In fact, that's the opposite of now. Um, but the last days of the age, this is... Um, in. I mean, all, I don't see any satanic stuff. You know what I mean? This whole list of things uh, that we just read. I don't really see a lot of supernatural satanic stuff we can blame. You know what I mean? Uh, and there is that, obviously. We have scripture on that. But these, these, these perilous times, these difficult times, um, come, it seems like, come from within the flesh within people themselves. You can't say, the, the devil made me do it. It's not even, you know, this big end-time stuff like the beast and false prophet and the, all that. Um, I mean, it'll be part of the situation, but it's not everything. So anyways, people want to say, well, you know, all the, oh, the end times, the last days are going to be horrible and terrible because there's going to be nothing but asteroid impacts and fires and 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 and." Satan everywhere and demons everywhere. Well, again, not, it's not untrue, but that's not everything. Part of the end times, the, the end of the age, the end of this world as it is, is humanity getting to the end of itself, of, of man without God, in rebellion to God, or apostate from Jesus, former believers, or phony believers, um, all those things, the, a lot of this list is self, self-generating. Let's, I'll, let's go over it again in 
Another translation. Uh, New Living. An LT. You should know this, Timothy, that in the last days there will be very difficult times for people. Now listen, I think, are these supernatural or are these within the individual and their choices and the flesh and the worldly decisions, how to behave? For people will love only themselves and their money. That's not satanic. It's not supernatural. Yes, they will be boastful and proud. Yep, scoffing at God. You don't need the devil for that. I mean, it, right all the way back to Cain and Abel. Cain scoffed at God. He, he, he talked directly to God. It's not a belief thing. That's, and it's not a Satan thing. It's a self producing if you're in rebellion you want what you want your will your desires boastful and proud scoffing at god disobedient to their parents well geez i mean i grew up maybe it's just this generation but everything since i've been alive that's been true um and i don't think this is run-of-the-mill parenting issues Uh, and ungrateful, disobedient and ungrateful. Ungrateful, right. Entitlement. They're, everyone's entitled. They're not grateful for what they have. They, they deserve more. They'll consider nothing sacred. Again, these, this is not supernatural. This is not satanic stuff. This is fleshly stuff. This is people doing what they want. Nothing is sacred. That means holy. They'll be unloving and unforgiving. Unloving, unforgiving. I mean, Jesus, Matthew 24, one of the major signs of the end was, was what? Many hearts will grow cold because of unbelief, unlove, unlove. The Christians of the world will turn cold. You know, this is a message for believers, right? So, uh, how many times must we say it? I mean, the the unsaved is going to be unsaved. The world is going to be the world. That followers of, you know, the powers of the air and and whatever, the lost are going to be lost. We should be reaching out to them. We should be preaching the gospel to them because that's the only way they can become saved. But I don't see. I don't see how this is talking about other. Outsiders, outside the camp, okay? Both the words of Jesus and Paul. In fact, Paul says specifically, don't worry about those outside the camp. You can't judge them. We were once like them, right? We need Jesus. Of course they're going to be selfish. Of course they're going to be boastful and proud and disobedient and loving money in themselves. I don't think it's talking about unbelievers at all. Like, that's the temptation, right? To look at, oh, yeah, you nailed it, Paul. Look at all these evil unbelievers being, in 2021, being themselves. Fuck. What? (laughs) 
These are signs of the last days because it's happening in the church. It's the only way I read this. It's the only way anyone can read it, I think. He's talking to Timothy. He's a church leader. He's not a politician, right? He's dealing with believers in his church. All right. Unloving, unforgiving. I can't tell you how many people come to my mind when I read that. Close individuals in my life, in my family. And that's not, I'm not trying to deflect from myself. It happens in me too. But it's just, it's a true statement. You know, God's word is true. Uh, They'll be unloving and unforgiving. They will slander others and have no self-control. I can't, again, not to deflect, not to say it only applies to someone else, but I can tell you, four billion percent sure, over the past six or so months, I've been slandered by other Christians nonstop. Every time I go and do anything in public, go on the air, do a podcast, do a video, uh, do a teaching. That's what I've been called to do. And yes, I minister locally as well. And you know what? These, I think some of the same stuff is going on. They're just not telling me directly. In fact, I'm positive. So, yes, being slandered by other Christians happens. And it, I mean, I just make sure I get right with God. I want to be sure I'm right with them. Um, is there something I'm doing wrong? Do I have to be forgiven for something? I mean, that's what that's where God has me. Uh, but at a certain point, you're like, no, I, God's telling me I'm okay there. I, I'm just being slandered. They're they're just they're just fulfilling Second Timothy three. Other believers, other ministry leaders. Don't listen to Chris Manti. Don't 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 go to end time church. It's true. Anyway, point is it's 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 coming to pass, okay? And it's certainly not just me or my church. Um be prepared. That's what I think the Lord is saying to us. Uh they will be unloving, unforgiving, slander others, have no self control. They will be cruel and hate what is good. I mean, only God is good, right? And the Word of God is good, and whatever. They will betray their friends. They will betray their friends. This is an, a little alternate take on that verse 4. And boy, does that, that pierces you, doesn't it? Pierces me, because it's happening right now. They will betray their friends. And by the way, I'm not down in the dumps about it. God has brought, you know, through this sabbatical that I've been on the past two months or so, month and a half, two months. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with this, okay? It's not going to beat me down. But it hurts every single time. Yep, it does. They'll betray their friends, be reckless, be puffed up with pride and love pleasure. Rather than God. I mean, I'm putting 
two and two together. They'll love themselves. They'll love money, puffed up, be, betray their friends and be reckless. That If that isn't the current trend of false YouTube prophets... And the, the, the list, the prophet, you know, the Elijah list guys. Um, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know what is a better description of what's happening. I believe in prophecy. I believe in the gifts of the Spirit. I believe they are for today. I don't, I'm not a cessationist in any way. I'm also not going to, I'm one of these folks that go on videos and call out certain people, individuals, or ministries and say they're faulty or frauds or whatever, or they're heretics. Not, I'm not going to... That's not what God wants. He doesn't want me to do it. He doesn't want you to do it. He'll deal with it. You can call out belief. You can, you're right. You can call out error. Um, generally, yes. But yeah, the, I mean this whole this whole sickness of you two prophets um, prophesying falsely—that's not even—that's an understatement. They're not—they're not hearing from the Lord in any way. It's from their own desires and dreams, their own mind, imaginations. Again, not speaking out of turn, I know what this is like. <laughs> um, okay. They will act religious, say they're Christians, and even act like it. But they will reject the power that could make them godly. Stay away from people like that. Stay away. They, they are the kind who work their way into people's homes and win the confidence of vulnerable women who are burdened with the guilt of sin and controlled by various desires. Such women are forever following new teachings, but they are never able to understand the truth. Now, I'm not sure, to be completely honest with you, I'm not sure, other than uh, his context at 2,000 years ago with Paul, uh, where women were, that you couldn't basically work, you had to stay at home and do um, very specific things with your life, um, and this is vulnerable women burdened with sin, so this is maybe like, you know, divorcees or, um, you know, some kind of, not criminals, but anyways... Um, they're not in right standing, okay? Uh, but they're believers, uh, but they're, basically they're falling for anything because someone's flattering them. And they're always looking for something new, some kind of new YouTube teaching. But they never actually come to the truth, and there's no confidence that the Holy Spirit has spoken the truth to them and implanted it in their hearts. I know of that. I know of that, too. I'm like, well, that's interesting, but do I really know? Well, if you... Have to witness for yourself. What do you know? You know? Anyways, um, verse 8. These teachers oppose the truth, just as Janus and Jambres opposed Moses. They have depraved minds and a counterfeit faith. Counterfeit Christianity. 
but they won't get away with it for long. Someday, everyone will recognize what fools they are. Just as with Janice and Jambres. And by the way, that story was what? With the snakes um, were produced from the staff, and but then Moses' snake ate their snakes, right? That's what God is going to do. He's going to prove that false prophets foolish. Um, false teachers. Anyways, this is just... And then, of course, the after it follows up with, But you, Timothy, know what I teach and how I live and what my purpose is. Faith, patience, love, endurance, persecution, and suffering I have endured and are coming. So that's the bottom line. Um, and so these are these are proofs. Again, not from the world, not from the unsaved, not from the devil, but from the church, um, that we're in these times. Doesn't mean Jesus is coming tomorrow. In fact, we know he's not. Um, but we are we are very near to the uh, condition of not only the world stage and the you know the nations and hatred and the hatred for the Jews and all that, and all that's true. That's coming to the appropriate, not appropriate, the uh, prophesied, okay, level of global hatred, but also for genuine Christians, not foolish Christians, not ones who will fall for anything like Paul is saying here with the women who are following everything but never understanding the truth because they're vulnerable and burdened with sin. They never actually even repented. Or they're being allowed, you know, or they're believing the, the accuser uh, that they're still under sin. Anyways, um, that's the t- condition of the church, and the bride that makes herself ready for Jesus has to be unstained with that. Is not is not that, and it doesn't uh, apply all these other things. But a lot of the church will be practicing what the scripture says they will. We will. And it hurts. It's hurtful. These are brothers and sisters. They're not, it doesn't say, except for the very end, some who take advantage of these women who are always learning have a counterfeit faith. Um, but there's other things that are listed. It doesn't mean they're phony Christians. They're, they're lapsing. They're, they're, they've fallen away from the faith eventually. You just choose not to believe it anymore, so I don't have to behave in a certain way. But, guys, I'm saying the most distressing proof of this has been the last six months. Um, It's just like it's a whirlwind of of crud, junk, swirling around um, between the election stuff and COVID and 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 opening things and mask rebellions and and vaccines um and the church is in all of that believers are acting like fools and idiots selfish greedy um disobedient ungrateful unforgiving unloving slanderers with no self-control betraying their friends, puffed off with pride. They will act religious, but reject the power that could make them godly. This is happening now. Like today. And it's not stopping. And I, how I wish it would. 
Oh, that was an uncomfortable couple of months. I guess that's over with. It ain't over. I'm sorry to tell myself that right now. It's not over. Without repentance, it'll get worse and worse and worse and worse. To the point where we'll be betraying each other to the Antichrist. You know what? That's fine. I mean, if if we're the right heart uh, and preparation in our souls and our homes, then getting your head cut off is not a problem. It's really not. Don't care. Great. As a matter of fact, you're going to be rewarded forever if that happens, okay? So I'm not really worried about it. Um, not about self-preservation. That's not what God wants. Anyways, yeah, Pastor Randy he says they believe everything and prove nothing. Well, that the um, and I'm out of here after this, guys. This is all I want to say on this topic. But like, yeah, <laughs> that's the that's the when when I say the YouTube um, theories. You believe it because it sounds religious. You believe it because it sounds biblical. Oh, yeah, I've heard of the mark of the beast. Therefore, it's got to be the vaccine. And anyone who gets a vaccine is betraying Jesus. That's random pulled out of nowhere. You can insert a whole bunch of stuff in there. Um, well, that that's ridiculous. God is God is face palming you, okay? Because not only are you being a fool, saying foolish things, you believe foolish things, and you're repeating it. So other weak people will believe it. Weak believers, vulnerable, like those women that Paul's talking about. You're you're it's it's metastasizing like a cancerous tumor, and nobody cares to stop it. And by the way, those who are dece- exposed in a very obvious way, like we're, God said this would happen on this date, and it doesn't. Or God said this would happen on any date, and it never does. The, the amount of folks who are repentant of that and say, oh man, I got to look I'm sorry about that. I got to go back to the Lord. I got to take a little break. Uh, I got to pray about this. I ask your forgiveness. I'm going to, how do I make restitution, reconciliation? I'm not saying it's totally not there because there have been a couple that I pay attention to, but mostly not. (laughs) Mostly it's just, let's keep rolling. Doesn't matter if I'm wrong. Let's just ignore that. Can I just tell you, and I don't really want to get into this, but it's just in a it's just in a it's a for instance, right? For instance. Um I was told and this is not even a God told me thing. When when Trump lost the election on November third, and he did, um I came out a couple days later, about a week or two. I waited a little bit and I shouldn't have. Um but I just said, Hey guys, he lost. For that I was Antichrist. God is going to do it. God is going to deliver a victory. 
God is going to make sure this is reversed. That's insulting. <laughs> it should be. Uh, not to me, to God. Folks that I know, personally, in real life, IRL, okay, in real life, face to face. Well, you're wrong. God's going to watch God do this. What What do you mean? God has nothing to do with it. You're you're just making false prophecy because it feels good. You don't like it. You're in denial. We're living in denial. I'm not a Joe Biden fan or anything. I never voted for the guy. But the truth is obvious. There was no fraud. But to this day, to this day in April, after everything went exactly like I said it would, which there was no reversal, no challenges, no Supreme Court problems, no uh, uh, electoral vote problems, no announcing of the vote, and then January 6th happened, and we have mass denial that it was not conservatives who stormed the Capitol. It wasn't Christians who were there. No, no, no. It wasn't MAGA folks. No, 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 no. It's always the left. It's always Antifa. It's always the devil. It's somebody else. It's never us. Uh, as uh, one of my favorite movies would say, denial is the most predictable of all human emotions. And again, that goes back to Eden, right back to the garden. Am I my brother's keeper? It was that woman you gave me. Get out of denial. Um, pay attention to God's word, know that we're in the last days because the church will be lovers of themselves and their money. They love to boast, say how many followers they have, how much money they've raised, how many souls they've allegedly saved, how many crusades they've gone on, how big their viewers are, how many church members they have, how proud and how... Um, rebellious they are about opening their church. We have everyone in here. Yay. How many disciples you're making? None. Um, anyway. Slanderers with no self-control. That's what's in the church now. Insiders. All right? It's inside the camp. Inside the walls. God is going to judge this and take care of business. COVID is the beginning. Maybe that's ebbing now and, and becoming better. Maybe it's not. I don't know. But it's just a little teeny taste of what God is going to do. First at the house of God. Before the world, don't you worry about the world. Clean up our house. Okay, that's it, guys. Um, We're out of here for this episode. Next week, we will have Chadwick Harvey. And uh, we're going to talk about a whole lot of stuff. You want to talk about individual prophecies and going back to the 
Old Testament prophets and how this all lines up with Jesus' words and the, and the revelation and all this stuff. God's prophetic timeline is moving. And so we will uh, talk with Chad starting next week. Be back, um, God willing. <laughs> Are we saying that now? Lord willing, next week, Thursday. We'll see you then. God bless you in Jesus' name. To hear previous episodes, to obtain resources, and to support this ministry, visit unsealedpodcast.com. Because of the increase of wickedness, the love of most will grow cold. But he who stands firm to the end will be saved.